Girl, I can do bad all by myself. I see she wearing a ring. I wonder if what she got is real. I'm just gonna do me. How about you just do you? Oh, I didn't even sign up for this. What is the state of your union? Another easy day. This is B-Notes. Hey, hey, and this is Ruby J all day. Let's talk marriage. Hey, hey, welcome to State of Your Union. I am Ruby J. And I'm B-Notes. And this is a podcast that's focused on marriage from a biblical perspective. And this episode is going to be about roles. And so one of the things that we encounter, uh, we've been married for 15 years. We get an opportunity to chat with lots of couples. And what always comes up, it seems, is just the role of the spouse, especially now with the the whole independent woman kind of mentality. And there's a place for that. But I think sometimes wives can take that and apply it in their homes when really it's out of order to do so. So that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today, specifically focusing on the husband's role. Which is leadership. Uh, But before we get started, let's take a moment and say a quick prayer, and then we'll jump right in. Uh, If your spouse is next to you, why don't you grab hands? Heavenly Father, thank you so very much for another wonderful day. Thank you for our spouses. And we pray, God, that we would always remember that we are on the same team, fighting together as one in unity and fighting against the enemy. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah, so um, roles, independent woman, um, that that whole sort of concept can be taken, um, I think, to a whole nother level that is not necessarily healthy in a marriage. And so what I mean by that is, you know, I've, I've spoken to countless wives who say, you know what, my husband, if he would just listen to me, like he does stuff all the time that it just doesn't seem, you know, to make sense and, you know, so hard to get through to him. And, you know, on my job, I have like 50 people that report to me and I've been doing this for 10 years and I am a manager and, you know, by nature and, and I always stop them and say, you know what, it really doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter how many people you're managing on your job in the corporate world. I mean, that's a beautiful thing. Careers are, are good, but doesn't matter because the Lord clearly says in his word that the man is the leader of the home. He's head of house and he's been equipped since birth to fall into and be successful in that role. And so as wives, it's important for us to encourage, to support, to pray for them in that role. But just like we wouldn't go to the VP or the CEO of our company and say, hey, you know what? You're doing some things that are just whack. Like I'm not agreeing with what you're doing. I would do it this way. You should consider doing it that way. You would not do that because it is out of order. And just as it's out of order in the corporate world, it is absolutely wrong in the home. Ruby J, you're absolutely right. Let's take a look at what the word says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. It says, but I want you to understand 
that Christ is the head of every man and the man is the head of a woman and God is the head of Christ. As we look at this verse and as we begin to dive deeper into the word of God, we we need to understand that God has uniquely placed men as head of the house, just like you said, Ruby J. But that means that we as men need to be in a position and need to be active about stepping into our role. A lot of times you mentioned, um, you know, women thinking that they can, wives thinking that they can do the job better. But that's only because most of the time men are are not stepping up. And so men, if you're out there, we'd, we'd love to hear from you um, about how you are dealing with that, that sort of desire and need to step up. You know, one thing that that I believe in is I believe in in getting help. And um, there was no male role model in the home that I grew up in. And so, you know, as a leader of my home, not having a role model to fall back on, one thing I had to realize early on was it's important and okay to get assistance, to get mentors to get counseling. Uh, what, what do you think, what would you say about that? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, that's key. And I think there's some sort of taboo associated with counseling. I don't know why um, this whole idea that you don't need help, but we all need help. And it's important to point out that it's about getting godly counsel, biblical counseling. Like that's key. We're not trying to go to, you know, Buki and Ray Ray and Counseling Center. We're, we're talking about someone that's going to crack open the word of God and tell you, you know, rightly divide the word to apply to your life. So that's really important. And, and, you know, going back to what I said earlier about just it doesn't matter how well as a wife you think you can, you know, do or perform as head of your house because the assignment is not yours. Um, but not just that, I, I think it's important to point out We're following our husbands as they follow Christ. So I'm not saying that it's okay for you. If your husband is some knucklehead that's, you know, not understanding at this time the the need to be on his knees and to be in the word of God. And, you know, maybe he's somebody who's knocking you upside your head. Like that's not of God. So that's a whole different segment. Yeah. But, um, you know, if you have someone that is aligning with, aligning the, word with the word of God, mm-hmm. and even if they're not completely there yet, but you know that they have a fear of God, you know that they understand the hierarchy and the power of God and who they are or who basically dictates their path. They believe in Jesus Christ. Um, they have that understanding as a believer and then sometimes I feel like as wives, we have to understand that our role is to encourage and to pray for our husbands as they continually grow into that leader. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so I think that it's good what you're saying, but let, let's 
put some legs to this because we don't want to just give out blanket statements. Let's talk about areas where um, specifically so people can can apply this tool. Let's talk about specific areas real briefly uh, that men uh, need to take leadership immediately. And I would say that the first and foremost, men, um, is we definitely need to take leadership in the home as it relates to prayer and reading the word. Um, while we understand that each family is, is different and there are nuances as it relates to scheduling and, and things of that sort uh, and ability, uh, but for those who are able and just unwilling or um, not making prayer and reading the word um, a priority, then we, uh, myself included, we all could could do better um, at making sure that we are taking the, the leadership role as it relates to that. Um, is there any other area that maybe you've heard uh, wives uh, mention in your discussions? Well, I mean, I think the overall um, setting of the home, uh, meaning the the spirit or the the feeling in the home is really supposed to be guided by the husband. And, and what I mean specifically about that is, you know, being and making sure that, you know, you're not running around screaming all the time, that you're not like creating an atmosphere of conflict, um, but that you are really making sure that as you teach, and if you have children in the home, as you teach them, you're teaching them from a biblical point of view, but you're also making sure it's not just about saying, okay, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you know, screaming all the time saying, you know, you should be doing this versus that, but actually finding a moment, every moment that you can to make it a teachable moment, to bring them closer to, to an understanding of what the word of God says. So, so would you um, say that it's more about saying it in the spirit of love, much like the word of God says, seasoned with salt? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and I also think that um, it's important that husbands wash their wives with what? What does what, what does the word of God say? Yeah, with the was, word. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so that's something that that the word of God is clear that that is that that husbands are charged to do. Um, wash their wives in the word. Um, yeah. that, that's really important. So I think those are major things that even if a husband listening right now is like, man, you know what? I'm I'm struggling to like even just pray by myself. Like it's it's a struggle, and it can be because I think we all face busyness. Like it just distractions, and so I, I we would encourage you to take one of these three things and say, you know what? I'm going to apply. I'm going to implement one, whether it's doing devotions with your family and your wife, or whether it's walking through the word and picking out a verse that you're going to review with your, your spouse and, and your family, whatever that is, yeah. find something and apply it. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, remember this show is not about condemnation. We are here to, to point out things that we've been hearing from married couples and, and experiencing ourselves. Um, because 
iron sharpens iron. And so we want to hear from you guys. Um, feel free to uh, write in uh, and, and let's let's discuss it. If you have things, uh, topics that, you know, you want to hear more about or um, have any kind of questions or, or need some wise counsel, that's what we're here for. Uh, you can email us at R-O-G-E-R-T-H-A-T-G-R-P at gmail.com for those military uh, husbands and wives out there. That's Romeo Oscar Golf Echo Romeo Tango Hotel Alpha Tango Golf Romeo Papa at gmail.com. Yeah, that's it. And, you know, um, I think you just said uh, a great deal. I mean, I, I think it's important for people to understand there is no condemnation here. We certainly have had our issues over the past 15 years, and we have. We, we make it very clear. We have had counseling, um, biblical counseling, um, and I think that that really helped us at a very difficult time in our marriage. I would say I would encourage anyone not to wait until you you get to a point where you're like, you know what, this is it. Like if this don't work, I'm shooting this this guy the deuces. You don't want to wait till you get to that point. You you want to be intentional about seeking help, finding ways to fight on your knees in prayer, to to fight in the using the word of God. And so going to marriage enrichment courses, making sure that you are armed when trouble hits your marriage, because it's not a question of if it will, but what, babe? Absolutely. It's when. a question of when, when, absolutely. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back. We're back from break. This is State of Your Union with B-Notes. And this is Ruby J. Before the break, we were talking about um you know, leading well, and we're talking about roles, and we're talking about men taking their rightful place. There are three areas that we need to discuss right off the top, uh, just to bring you back from break. We're discussing leading as far as time, leading as far as talents, and leading as far as treasures. So those are the three areas as head of house, we are charged with leading from God. Um, before the break, we talked about uh, reading and prayer. Those are things that we have to, as men, start making time for. But there are other things that we need to start making time for as well. And that is hanging out with our spouse, date nights, is what we should call them. Uh, here on this segment, what we call them date nights. Also, um, hanging out if you have kids, hanging out and spending time with each of your kids and learning the things that each one of them likes to do, the things that they enjoy, uh, learning about their gifts and talents. Um, and then, of course, time as far as chores. Uh, a lot of times we hear uh, from couples, um, especially the men about um, the bedroom and their wife being tired. And so men, if you're out there and you're running into that, 
one of the things that you can do is you can start dedicating time to help your wife and your family out by by pitching in and doing some of the chores. It shouldn't all fall on one person and vice versa. Uh, if the wife is, um, you know, trying to have intimacy with her husband, but he's tired, maybe she can pick up a few chores and just kind of working through and evening out uh, the workload. I heard a I heard a famous quote uh, one time from someone that says, um, you can tell who is the manager in the house by their, their list of things to do. Meaning when you go to work, the CFO has way more to do than a junior accountant and vice versa. And so it men, if you're looking at the list that you do for the, your household and you're looking at the list that your wife does, if her, if her list uh, of management and things that she's doing for the home and around the home outweighs yours significantly, then that's something that definitely needs to be addressed, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do. I think that there's always an opportunity to um, revisit that and make sure that there's a balance. Now, I mean, I don't think that there's one um, way that works for every marriage, but I do believe that it's important to have those sort of discussions to find out if, you know, the the wife is feeling a little heavy laden and burdened, and if, if the husband is as well, and just kind of making those adjustments as necessary for your marriage. Yeah. Additionally, when it comes to time, um, making sure that you're making time to exercise with your spouse um, that can create a bond uh, that's fun. And I will say, you know, just to um, interject there, um, if you're able physically, because sometimes, you know, there's other medical reasons that you're unable to perhaps exercise, but there are simple things that can be done, even if it's, you know, sit ups or, um, you know, standing, um, jogging in place or walking in place. Um, sometimes just putting on a timer or while you're watching TV saying, you know what, babe, let's get up and, you know, do this during the commercials, but just something, um, a goal to set with each other and, and, you know, attain it together. I think you're spot on right there, Ruby J. That That's good. Also eating together as a family. Um, Resting and relaxation. You mentioned watching TV together, you know, or and or vacationing together, um, spending time uh, being involved in doctor's visits um, with one another and or with the children as well. And then lastly, but certainly not least as it pertains to time is men. We definitely need to be involved in planning out a vision and direction for the family. Uh, we need to have family goals, need to have a, a, a yearly one, as well as, you know, one that is further out. Um, it's important to make sure that inside of that vision, uh, you include things that uh, benefit you and your wife, um, because she may have some talents that, that bring a different facet to to the vision. And so you need to make sure that you're including her in, in that vision. Next is talents. 
uh, we talked about spending time with the kids and with the spouse, uh, dating them and learning them. But now that you know about them, now you can incorporate that and find out what their talents are and how it benefits the kingdom of God, Um, whether it's through sports um, or um, through community, uh, community outreach, whether it's volunteer work, uh, church ministries, uh, mission trips, uh, and so forth. And then also dating and hanging out helps identify how family members are gifted and most importantly, to help the kingdom of God and help the family succeed in its God-given intent. Yeah, you know, I I think that you, you've said a lot, um, and I think that's really some valuable information. And so for anyone out there that might be thinking, well, gosh, you know, I'm already struggling with the three things that I have to do. That sounds like a laundry list of of items, but I will say in our experience, if you are struggling, if your marriage is in crisis, or if you just feel like there's just discord all the time, what we discovered is when you actually take the time to pour into other people, to volunteer um, in ministry work, you know, really helping to meet the need of someone else that is in need. Um, It's interesting how the Lord will just um, bless you. Um, and while you do that, you, you're co-laboring with your spouse. You are having this common goal and meeting the needs of other people. And so you will feel that blessing take place in your marriage. So we encourage you to, again, it doesn't have to be, you know, tomorrow I'm going to get up and I'm going to do, do all these things that we talked about, but just say over a span of, you know, two or three months, we're going to implement one thing. You know, it's always a process. So Agree, pray about implementing one thing and stick to it and see how God moves in your marriage. So not only are we um, supposed to lead well in time and not only are we supposed to lead well in talents, but we are also uh, supposed to lead well and in treasures. And so with that, that includes budgeting and finances um, men, we should be helping out with budget and, and at least taking a look and being aware of what's going on. You never know when or why you may need to step up. Things happen in life. And so you just need to at least be aware of what where the family is going financially. I've never met a CEO who didn't at least look at the the annual finances. So, you know, that's something we need to be aware of. Also, treasures that aren't tangible, such as godly character. Um, Men are called over and over in the Bible as rearing the children, as leading the family, as being held accountable for um, the godly character of their children. And so we need to make sure that we are helping to raise our children with those godly character, with that godly character, with godly principles and godly values, teaching them how to see it God's way. Um, And then, of course, uh, godly wisdom and creating godly habits. Not only should we be teaching them what God says in his word, but how to apply it in today's society. That's most important. And then we need to talk about how to fight with teaching them how to fight uh, with, with spiritual warfare. And then we need to last but not least, most importantly, 
we need to transfer the blessed hope of Jesus Christ. I've said a lot, you know, we've both said a mouthful, but I think Ruby J, you nailed it on the head. Finding one thing that you can commit to as a family and starting there. Absolutely. So don't get overwhelmed. Again, it's a process. And and let us know. We'd love to hear what you have prayed about and decided to implement. Send us a, a, a line at Roger that that's R-O-G-E-R-T-H-A-T group. That's G-R-P. So Roger that group at gmail.com. Again, that's R-O-G-E-R-T-H-A-T-G-R-P at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you've decided to implement or any questions that you have about this segment. Um, We always read our fan mail, so we look forward to hearing from you. In closing, um, leading roles, it's hard, man. I understand. But we are called to do it. When you say, I do, in holy matrimony, You're signing up to be God's living male example in the home. We need to rise up. We need to take our role. We need to take charge. We're counting on you. We look forward to hearing from you. This is State of Your Union. Be blessed.